What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Subjectively Successful Podcast. My name is Jordan Sellers, and I am your host. My goal in this episode and in every episode is for you to learn how you can be a better human being and a more successful person so that you can positively affect change in the sphere of influence that you have been given. We're going to do that through the trials, tribulations, problems, and solutions that my guest and myself have used to find what success means to us. Thanks so much for tuning in. Let's jump right in. And I'm learning, and then heck, maybe if I'm on your podcast, you could help me with this, is like serving and an obsession with like being in obscurity and and being so humble that nobody knows what you do developed um a lot of like uh imposter syndrome and insecurities where it's no one i mean heck you're like i don't even know what you do but well technically i've been doing the same thing for a really long time i probably should have shared a little bit i probably should have said hey i'm pretty good at this Uh, Mm -hmm. i help to have these successes and so now i have a little bit of an imposter syndrome and um, what would be your advice for someone that, and I've seen it both ways where they're great at serving or they're in a servant or they're my joke at church was I was, I did four jobs, but I was paid for half of one I was like, well, I would say, um, what about someone out there who feels maybe they're undercompensated, underpaid or undervalued, but they, they are serving in obscurity and they aren't seen, Right. And they're dealing with that, like insecurity is when is someone going to notice me or when is Mm -hmm. this going to matter? Like, what would you tell that person to keep going? What would be your advice to them? I would just say you got to work on yourself. You know, you got to work on yourself. You have to be, you have to become, you, so I had this conversation with myself the other day and it's kind of weird. It's not weird at all. I was everybody tune in. I guarantee you this is going to be good. Okay, go. The pressure. (laughs) No pressure. So. I was just kind of at a moment of introspection, like, uh, with myself. And I was like, you know, sometimes I, I, I'm, I'm, I take, I take 100% responsibility for anything that happens in my life, mm. whether it's, you know, relationship wise, business wise, I don't relinquish control to like external circumstances. So like I had to have a conversation with myself, like, I forgive you like to myself because I have made mistakes like, and you know, and I've, I've screwed up, uh, you know, many, many times. So I was like, look, I forgive you, bro. Like, I forgive you. Like I accept you for who you are. But then I was like, you know who you are. Mm -hmm. So be who you are. Like sometimes we try to conform, you know, we do, Mm -hmm. we try to conform to who we want to be or who other people think we should be or who, who that will be the most receptive like the version of us that'll be the best received or perceived. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of things happened in my life that were bad. I mean, like things that happened that really hurt, you know, I went through a divorce and went through, you know, my business failed and, and as as easy, as easy as it is to point fingers and say, well, this happened because of this or, I, you know, I was like, dude, it's on me, you know, it's yeah. on me. And, and I had to forgive myself for, for making those mistakes, but also, you know, look at my life today and wouldn't trade a single thing. You know, I would not trade a single thing about my life for anything else. And had I not gone through those rough times, had I not made those mistakes, had I not, you know, uh, 
encountered that adversity, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. And, you know, you never know when something's happening to you, if it's good or bad. I think of this story. Um, there was this, there was this farmer, right. And he, and he, his horse ran away Mm -hmm. and everybody in the town was like, Oh man, that sucks. Your horse ran away. He's like, "Eh, maybe it's good. Maybe it's bad. I don't know. Yeah. Then the horse came back and it brought seven wild horses with him. Everybody's like, Oh man, it's so awesome. Your horse back brought back all these wild horses. He said, oh, maybe it is. Maybe, maybe it is. I don't know. don't know. Well, then his son was riding one of the new wild horses fell off and broke his leg and like, Oh, that sucks. Your son broke his leg. He's like, huh? maybe it is. Maybe it's I don't not. Know. And the military comes through, they're drafting for the war and they couldn't draft his son because he had a broken leg. You know, you just never know. You never, you never know. know what's happening in your life. If it's good or if it's bad or for what reason, all you can do is blossom where you're planted all you can do is wherever you're at Mm. be there and and do the best you can and and show up every day you know you 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 talked about uh the flock and and all that you got the faith will always precede the miracle so for instance i had a a guy in our company he's an awesome leader and he he said one of his mentors early on was like a million dollar year earner and he's and his name was justin as well he said justin he said he said, would you show up differently if I took my whole organization and put it under you on your team? How would you show up? Would you show up with more confidence, more enthusiasm? Would you lead at a higher level? And he's like, yeah, man, honestly, I would. Yeah. And he said, well, shame on you. Because you shame on right you. Now. Because that's, it takes showing up that way in order for that to ever happen. You know, you can't go to a fire mm-hmm. and be like, well, you start giving me heat and then I'll put the wood in. It doesn't work like that. Uh-uh. You know, so... Yeah. It's all by design, you know, everything in life. That's powerful. You you know, you gotta, you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta picture what it is. It's not what you want. It's not what you want. Wanting perpetuates the state of wanting. Mm -hmm. Meaning if you want, you're already disassociating yourself with whatever it is you should have. Yeah. So you got to visualize it, picture it, expect it and become the person that can have it. And it's and, and that's a that and that takes growth. It takes Let's, it takes your paradigm being shifted. It takes who you associate with being that level being increased. Uh, what you're reading, what you're you know man. listening to, what you're watching. It's all part of growing. You know, you could take the most legendary success books of all time that have withstood the test of time, like Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill, um, As a Man Thinketh, James Allen. James Allen. That was published in 1902. Um, Earl Nightingale's The Strangest Secret, which is where that quote came from about success being the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. But in all of these things, um, Earl Nightingale's The Strangest Secret, he says, you become what you think about. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so So is he. he. Um, All these things. And so if you, it all comes down to your thoughts. Everything you can see from where you're sitting right now was once a thought in someone's mind. That this table, the design, this microphone. Yeah. I mean, it was all a thought, dude. That's, Everything was. Yeah, I had. I. And that's crazy. Yeah. So it's it's what you're thinking about will directly uh, influence the course of your life. Your actual period. reality. Yeah. yeah. You're you're yeah. It's everything. And I think so few people realize it's not just it's who you are. Man. You become what you think about. So if you and you know if you want to become someone of value, you better be thinking about valuable things. You better not be having these negative things in your mind affecting the way you perceive life because mm-hmm. however you perceive it it's just patterns it's 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 neuropathways in your mind yeah. that that are formed over time because 
of habits and things that you do. You tend 90% of the things we do every single day yeah. are the same as they are every single day. Cause we think the same things. We talk to the same people. We that's, have the same routine. That's so true. And so if you want to change your subconscious mind, it's going to be the only two things that'll change it. Repetitiveness, mm -hmm. uh, or an emotional, um, uh, uh, something that impacts you emotionally in a big way. It's like, yeah. like you're just sick and tired of being sick and tired. Like I have to, I'm going to well, change you. It'll start giving you your subconscious mind directs your life. It's not your conscious mind. And think of, think of it like this. Let me give you and I'm going to shut up. No, you could talk. All right. You're so fine. <laughs> your conscious mind is like simple decisions you make. Like I need to do this. I need to do that. You know, I'll think of it like an ant, an ants walking here an ants walking there, the little ants moving in all the different directions. Yeah. Your subconscious mind is an elephant. The ant is on the elephant's back. Wherever that elephant is walking, that's where you're going. You can go in all the different directions on top Don't of the back. Don't realize it, but that's where but they're wherever going. Wherever your subconscious mind that's your programming. That's your deep beliefs that you don't even realize you're thinking about. Yeah. It's your habits. It's your programming. It's, it's you know, the 90, 99% of your life is based off your subconscious yeah. beliefs. And the only way to, to change those subconscious beliefs is through repetition. 100%. Through, like, you got to become a different person. Man. And it's, identi it's identity. It's how you identify yourself. How, how you identify yourself is how you're going to live and how you're going to show up in this world. And so many people identify themselves by how they think other people perceive them. Man. What am I driving? What house am I in? Yeah. What am I posting on social media? This is how these, how many likes am I getting? How many people are commenting on, on my posts? And, and we and, think that's success. Well, they think that's how, that's how they identify themselves yeah. is the perceived identity that someone else would give them yep. what they think. And quite frankly, nobody cares. Nobody cares, uh -uh. you know, and you got to show up. You got to just do you. Like I said, at the very beginning of this, people are going to think what they're going to think. Yeah. No matter what, they're going to think what they're going to think. So you might as well just show up and be your best self and worry, worry about yourself and grow and grow and learn to uh, shift your subconscious mind to put you in the direction of where you where you really want to be. Yeah. I love that, dude. So good, man. The elephant and the ant. I'd never heard that before. Yeah. We, I don't even know where I heard that. I yeah. Know, like years and years if we, ago. That, there's, there's two that I thought of, and I don't know if I heard them or if I thought of them I, uh, based on two things you said that I want to say before we go. Um, it's crazy that you and me would relate on so much. If you ever heard me uh, have a like core marketing and messaging sh like spill, it's all based on every time you are speaking of information and every time that you're speaking about yourself and trying to solidify authority mm -hmm. before establishing or asking if this person even needs to hear your voice, you're speaking to their conscious mind instead of their subconscious. Because subconscious brain gives you, allows you to trust someone and allows the chemicals and the responses for you to actually instill consumer behavior or action. So, the reason why companies are successful and the reason why you buy their products is because subconsciously you believe and feel like they improve your life or fix your problem consistently. That's, that's the decisions that you make. It's trans versus transactional. transactional, transformational people don't Apple. buy what you do. They buy why you do it. Oh, Simon Sinek. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it's, it's my second slide in my presentation. Yeah. It's just, it's so powerful. And you're saying all this, it's crazy that the personal development and like how you, this is good. Instead of being a consumer, mm -hmm. 
to some being someone who is a creator who creates yeah. change who creates new opportunities that's the difference it instead is. of being the ant that doesn't know where they're going being the elephant that believes that they're going to make a difference that the time they're putting in is worth it the things that are unseen will come to light eventually like that is a tough pill to swallow sometimes but all the people that are making a difference in the world today they swallowed it over and over and over and over again mm -hmm. um but i you said something about like uh you said grow or bloom where you're planted right mm -hmm. i don't know why i had this funny thing that popped in my head i said that a lot of people they'll bloom because they're in like a decent environment or the soil's good i have so many church jokes the soil's right the watering's right what happens though is um since they're their character or their negativity is still kind of running rampant. Uh, they're still, they're a flower, but they're covered in thorns and no one picks that flower. Like no one's going to reach. So if you always have your like defenses up and you're always negative, even if you're relatively successful mm -hmm. or you have a good influence, if they can sense those thorns, no one's, no one's picking that flower, man. And so mm -hmm. I thought if you're going to bloom, like bloom and be easy to access, be open to conversations be open to interactions don't have your defense well, i'm only talking to this person if it's if they'll pay me right i'll only talk to this person if they fit into my kid's sleep schedule you know mm -hmm. what i mean like yeah you're gonna have to take some of those thorns off and be like god if you told me if i keep doing this you're gonna give me opportunities i'm gonna have to be available for them to actually pick um that's good and so i don't know i thought of that if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna bloom make sure you don't have your thorns out bro because the whole point of that is someone to go wow what a great person what a great human being i can't mm -hmm. wait to support them i can't wait to journey with them i can't wait to do life with them yeah i, I can't wait to invest in them sure like all those things so yeah. most people can can change the direction of the ant but very few can change the direction of the elephant and when when you can learn to do that, you can really do anything you yes. want in the world. And, you know, 90, success is 95% spiritual and 10, about 5% physical. And, and by spiritual, I mean your desire, your, um, your why, your, the reasons. The reasons will always come before the results, like mm. what, you, what you see, what you expect. All that stuff's spiritual. The how-to part, yeah. That's that's five percent of the deal, ten uh -huh. percent at most. Wait, so yeah. say that again. The reasons, the, the reasons will always come before the results. Man, because if let's just let's just be honest, the how-to part, just like I mean, in my business, an eight-year-old could the systems that we have in place. I mean, it's yeah. simple. Yeah. I believe in simplicity. Complexity is the enemy of execution. If Absolutely. it's not simple, the masses aren't going to be able to do it. So if you're scaling and building something. You know, it's got to be simplified, mm. but that, so the how to parts very small, the, the majority, the majority of the issue is the desire, the reasons why aren't you doing what you know, you already know how to do yeah. because it's like the whole, um, like if I, if I put a, a brick, a center block here and I put a center block you know, across the room. And I put a board going across those two blocks. And I said, Jordan, I'll pay you $20 to walk across this board. Yeah. No problem. All right. Get on, walk across the board. Yeah. All right. So if I take those same, that same board and I put it across two skyscrapers, all right. And you fall off the board, you're dead. Yeah. 20 bucks and walk across the board. No. Nah. No. But if that other building was on fire and your kid was over there 
whether it's out or their arms out or his arms out saying, daddy, daddy, come save me. Yeah. Your, your ass is going across the board, bro. You're uh -huh. going to get that kid because the why is there. Ooh. Like the mom lifting the car off her kid. You know, Absolutely. You know, the whole story about the mom lifting her car off her kid. You know, the kid's trapped in the car. She lifts the car up. They save the kid. I'll guarantee you she didn't get on her phone and Google uh, what's the oh. proper way to deadlift a car. No, it didn't matter. The how part didn't matter because uh -huh. the why was so strong. The how part didn't matter. So if you can figure out that part, now that's you can accomplish anything. Yeah. So, so many people are focused on how do I do this or what do I need to do? No, you need to figure out why you need why? to figure out every day. Yeah. You need to figure out why are you doing this? You mm. know, and when they can figure that out, when you're, when you can convey that to someone who wants to be in business with you, like, Hey, this is, you know, why would you want to do this in the first place? Yeah. Like, and get them to peel back those layers of why, Dude, they'll have an yeah. emotional attachment to the business versus, well, I'm going to try this. It's only a few hundred bucks. I'm going to get started. Well, and then they're going to quit because it's such a low barrier of entry to get started. It's, a, it's What's easy to do is easy not to do. Oh, 100%. So they're just going to quit when the going gets tough. When their friend makes fun of them at work, they're like, oh, you're trying one of those things. You know, they're just going to quit because yeah. they have no emotional reason to keep going. So Dang. why you're doing something and, and your desire to get it done is more important to me than... Any, anything else anything else and i think that is sub it, it gets down into your subconscious being yeah yeah it does and yeah. then who you become is going to ultimately determine if you can do it yeah. but who becoming that person the thinking the emotions all that has to do with your desire and your why because that's mm. what's going to drive you to become the person who can accomplish it 100 percent. i think that that is the driving force of like you can define success at a certain level, but if you're defining success as something that is success is subjective, it's so subjective. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's right there. And I think for people out there is that one understand that when you're defining what success looks like for you, mm -hmm. to take your advice, dig really deep and say, why did you put the bar there? What is the driving force to why it is there? Mm -hmm. Why do you want to become that person? Why do you want to make that much money? Why do you yeah. want, there's gotta be a reason yeah. why like me and, and really, really just dig, dig into that. Um, and last little note, you were saying something, um, because all of this underneath it, for me, I'm obviously uh, my struggle that has been a struggle now it's going to be a point of now it's going to be a point of like like a pay, huge page turn we're no longer all say well i struggled with systems and organization it was holding back my success mm -hmm. it's going to say i woke up one day and said all of those things are inside of me you have to be willing to put in the work and call out your weaknesses and make them strengths it's like it's the only way that it's ever going to get mm -hmm. fixed right yeah. and eventually when you do that uh, Mel Brooks, you know, talks about mm -hmm. eventually you form habits. Mm -hmm. Well, that belief system turns into action, um, action, consistent actions become habits. Mm -hmm. Uh, habits become what's after that. I don't even remember, but like the way that you actually, things start to really happen for you mm -hmm. after you form habits. And it was just funny. I don't know why I saw a major league pitcher. I never understood how a major league pitcher can throw like 10 warm up pitches and have you know thirty thousand people watching and 
you know, three balls, two strikes, and they'll bring them out at the most like inopportune times ever. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why the first pitch is on the money, it wasn't from the 10 warmups. It's from the 10 million before then. That's true. And sometimes I have to remind myself of that is like, if you want to get called out at the bottom of the ninth, when the game is on the line, if your dream is to throw that pitch and have the crowd go wild, you have to throw the 10 million pitches that nobody was watching. Mm-hmm. And I saw that in my head. I don't know if I heard that or I made it up. Uh, the thorns too. That's, that's what I got whenever you were talking is that all of it. Mm-hmm. You want the big game. You want the big moment. You want people to celebrate. You want people to, um, your kids and people around you to look up to you and follow you because they know you'll deliver when it matters. Yeah. Anybody can throw a pitch, but only certain people can throw the pitch. The pitch. There we go. That's the one. That's the nugget. Everyone can throw a pitch. Not everyone can throw the pitch. Um, and the only reason that that happens is because your belief system, that, that person, I guarantee you all those guys, when they were little kids, they saw, mm-hmm. I'll stand on that mound one day. And they were willing to throw as many pitches as it took to actually realize that. I think um, like Michael Jordan taking the shot. You know, it's two seconds left. You're down by, you know, one point. Like, who's going to take the shot? Who, who's going to get the ball? You Mike. know you're going to pass it to Jordan. You it, want him taking the shot. Mike. Yeah, because anybody can take a shot. Mm. But there's only certain people that can take the shot that matters. And, Man. And, and I guarantee he's missed a, you know, he's missed a lot of them. Yeah. Actually, I think he's missed two more game winners than he's made. It's, yeah. And it drives him crazy, but I, I mean. You know what one of the biggest lessons I learned from Michael Jordan? What? He never had two bad games in a row. So he averaged about 30 points, I think 30 points a game. Yeah. But if he ever scored less than 20 points in a game, the next game he scored more than 40. Over 40. And treat business that way. Never have two bad days in a row. Ooh. And you know, treat life like that. Treat, treat, God, yeah, all treat of it. life like that. Treat business like that. Never have you know two bad weeks in a row. Never have two bad months in a row. So one of the things, and I'll, I'll you know, I don't know how much time's left, but I will tell you, I will <laughs> I tell lost, you this. I lost track because I will we're, tell you we're this. doing great. One of the coolest things you can do is review your day. At the end of the day, I, I ask myself three things. All right, I, I look at it like this. Let the siren go by. Um, <laughs> I like, I wish, and I wonder. It's good to start off on a positive note. I like that I did this. I like that this happened. You know, start with some wins. You know, these were good things that happened today. Mm-hmm. I like that it happened. I wish I would have done this. You know, there's always areas that you could have improved. I wish I'd have done this, to, you know, today, but I didn't. But I wish I would have done this. I wonder what would have happened had I done this. Oh. I like, I wish, I wonder. And when you when you have that introspection, when you review a day, I I you, you can make a, the next day better. Yeah. So I wish I would have done this. Do it tomorrow. Yeah, it's first thing. You know, have some non-negotiables that, that are going to make the biggest impact. That's powerful. Or, you know, or income producing or impact uh, things that, you know, I have to do this. I, this is, I'm not, I'm not ending my day until this is done. Mm. Uh, and at least have one thing like that each and every day, like non-negotiable. This is the biggest thing I can do today. It's going to make the biggest difference. I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. And, you know, if you just have, even if it's just one non-negotiable like that each day, and then you review the day after and you, you make adjustments, dude, at the end of the week, bro, you, you mean, it's, it's a solid week. And you'd be surprised how much progress you can actually just make. Even an hour a day at the end of, if you just spend an hour a day on growth, improvement, um, non-negotiables, things that are going to make a, you know, move the meter, mm-hmm. um, 
an hour a day at the end of the year is more than nine 40 hour work weeks, 365 hours. That's more than nine 40 hour work weeks. Just spending an hour a day. People underestimate the power of an hour, but it has to be intentional. You have to be focused. You got to turn your notifications off, get in that flow state, get, get, you know, make, get where you can make things happen. You'd be surprised how much you can accomplish with an hour a day. So people are like, how, how much do you work on your business? Dude, I mean, we were in multiple six figures a year. I work an hour a day. Yeah. I literally work an hour a day. Yeah. Do what I want, when I want, with whoever I want, for however long I want to do it for. Don't have to ask another human being for permission to do it. Don't have to ask, you know, some other man if I could go eat lunch, some other, some boss if I can take my kids to Disneyland or whatever. Just do it. Yeah. You know, I live the whatever the heck I want to do life. And it's because I spend an hour a day yeah. of intentional focused energy directed towards you know a desired outcome and that's it that's powerful dude and become the person who can do that and that took it took a long a time while, you know yeah don't forget i know you've been in network marketing for a decade but look at the military mm-hmm. and serving the community sure. and being underpaid underappreciated um underprotected it's like mm-hmm. A vest only goes so far sometimes, sure. right? I mean, yeah. this we could you could not be here right now. I mean, right? Yeah, so, I, was, so, I was in Iraq. We lost thirty five guys in our unit in one year, you know, in Baghdad. So I mean, I'm blessed to be here, and you know, for whatever reason, God kept me around. So yeah, you've been you've been taking, my best to you've been taking bullets and learning lessons for over twenty years to mm-hmm. be able to do what you just said right there. So anybody, I like I said before we sign off, subjectively successful. The one thing that is objectively true is what we've talked about a lot of different ways from the the cap and the wolves you can fight that's why i say character is defined Mm -hmm. because who you are on the inside is a direct reflection integrity matters absolutely who you are on the inside is a direct reflection of like the life the livelihood and the impact that you're going to have around you Mm -hmm. um you may short-live uh faking it but eventually, the scales are going to get rebalanced if you're not prepared for it. Um, who you are when no one's watching, that's, that's what, what matters. That's what character is, who you are when no one's watching. So uh, I think that you, when no one's watching for a very, very long time, um, you've been doing a lot of really great things. And now we get to see the effects of it. And there's a lot of people that have a better life because they're in relationship with you and in business with you. So, Appreciate you saying man, that. Man, just thank you so much for being here. and. Honor, man. Dude, we're doing this again, right? Anytime. Okay. Well, anytime, man. I'm yeah, you. I got to work on systems because I tried to go from a 70-hour work week to a 50-hour work week. Now I'm trying to do a 35-hour work week, and that I, I, yeah, I, I can help you with that. <laughs> and so eventually, uh, Rob Deerdick said you can get to a 20-hour work week, and he's he's he just sold you know 300 million dollars, so he's doing okay. Yeah. But uh dude just thank you so much man uh i can't can't wait for the next one and um if you are out there and you know you want to follow just justin his story and journey um or just see like what product the company that you're involved with and Mm -hmm. anything just make sure to follow him on social media the links will be in the bio and i just think that that will add a ton of value to your life so thank you again bro anytime Thank you so much for listening. I really, truly hope that that episode was something that you found valuable. You learned something you didn't know before. You laughed a little, you loved a little, and you're excited for the next episode. If you found it valuable, please take just a moment. 
like, comment, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. Helps the show out a ton. Last thing, if you're out there and you feel like you're drowning in the confusion of this insane digital marketing and social media-driven world, I have got the Prozac to your problem. If you click the link in my bio, I've got a seven days to create a digital marketing strategy that actually works mini course, and I think that it would be a huge help to you. Go click that, check it out. If not, totally fine. It's not for everybody. But I cannot wait to see you in another episode, and have a blessed day.